When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, they blew up the chicken man in Philly last night. Now they blew up his house, too. Down on the boardwalk, they're getting ready for a fight. Gonna see what them racket boys can do. Now there's trouble busting in from out of state. And the DA can't get no relief. Gonna be a rumble out on the promise. Bruce Springsteen, Atlantic City. We'll get to why we're playing Atlantic City in a moment. Of course, we're about to talk to the icon, the legend. Gets huge ratings, noon to one every weekday afternoon. Overnights all weekend long. Does his best work right here every weekday. And that is my friend Curtis Sliwa. But I was just talking to Cole Mali Otakis about how much, more think about it, I really didn't enjoy that Herzog speech at all. Again, horrible. I mean, come on, complimenting Joe Biden. Biden is trying to do a deal with Iran. They wake up every morning trying to figure out a new way to destroy Israel. How do you thank Joe Biden? And then he doesn't call out one congressperson by name, not one. So in all, I thought it was a pretty wuss speech by Herzog. Can you imagine uh, Bibi giving a a speech there? I mean, first of all. He is so Americanized, BB, right? I know. Because he spent so much time here. This guy, hers, oh, my God. It was terrible. It was terrible. It sounded like he had constipation, too, <laughs> yeah, if you know this. Going out of his way to worry about the Palestinians. Oh, I mean, get give me here. a break. But anyway, that does bring us to the anti-Semite argument. And there's somebody in the news today, one of the real greats. You talk about greats. One of the real greats of all time in Major League Baseball, embroiled Curtis Lewa. In quite a controversy. Oh, yes. You remember Johnny Bench and the Big Red Machine in the 70s? They just dominated. And By the way, they're the reason why Reggie Jackson went to the Yankees. Because after the Reds swept the Yankees in the 1976 World Series, George Steinbrenner said, we need to get better fast. He signed Reggie that offseason, and the Yankees and Reggie Jackson beat the Dodgers in the following World Series. So you can thank... Joe Morgan, Pete Rose, Johnny Bench, George Foster, all those guys for Reggie Jackson becoming a Yankee. 1977. Yes. Uh, Gabe Paul was involved in all of that because he had been the general manager for the Cincinnati Reds, who had to be called the Red Legs in the 50s because, remember, it was the Cold War against communism. Cincinnati Reds. Anyway, Gabe Paul was great. He then became, remember, the managing partner with George Steinbrenner in Cleveland as they saved the Yankees from Burke and CBS. Oh, that was a disaster. And he could have been the commissioner of baseball. Gabe Paul was denied that opportunity. Why? Because he was Jewish. And yet he was a great partner with uh, George Steinbrenner. They didn't always agree. Uh, at times, they, they disagreed. He did not believe that Billy Martin should be the manager of the Yankees. And as you know, George had a fascination with Billy Martin. Three fire, times? Higher, fire, yeah. higher, fire, <laughs> <Yeah>. higher. <laughs> uh, but it was great to know that Gabe Paul was so involved in Major League Baseball for so many years. 
So they had an uh, they honored him at Red Stadium in Cincinnati, and they brought out all the greats. Pete Rose, who should be in the Hall of Fame, right? So he's telling a story in front of Gabe Paul's family, and there's hundreds of fans and this former Reds there, especially from the Big Red Machine. And he goes, you know, Gabe Paul spotted me because Pete Rose grew up in Cincinnati, paid me four hundred dollars a month out of high school to pay for the uh, to play for the Reds, and then all of a sudden from the crowd, somebody said, "That's cheap." And then Johnny Bench, he's seventy three, said, "Yeah, he was Jewish." Oh, and everybody laughed. <laughs> yeah. But is that really anti-Semitic? Well, I mean, I've heard the cheap Jew jokes forever. Now I say it about myself, but I can do that. It's kind of like Chris Rock saying the N word. But yeah, if you're going to call a Jew cheap, it's it's close. All right, it's close. It's a third rail. But wait sure. a second. There are three iconic figures from Oklahoma we must always give a pardon to. Mickey Mantle, right? Fair enough. Bobby Mercer, who was supposed to be the next Mickey Mantle. Fair enough. Obviously, in this case, Johnny Bank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jim Thorpe. We, we, we got to give Jim Thorpe. I don't care. I, I don't get offended, right. so I don't but care. But he apologized. He threw himself on the sword. In fact, Gabe Paul's family said... Whoa, Johnny, you've been so great. You were always there for yeah. us. Look, we all make mistakes, right? Yes. You would not label him an anti-Semite, No, right? I would not, no. Well, it's uh, kind of like when I made the joke, which I've apologized for, yes. which I, I was fired for. I did suffer repercussions, and I've even stated I'm remorseful about it in both of my books. When I made the jokes about Venus and Serena Williams, 2001 on Don Imus, yeah, but can I I'm say not something? a racist. Can I say something? You were goaded into that. You were the pit bull. Of course. They gave you gunpowder in your alpo. Well, what people don't know is I miss what happened. And Lou knows this. And so did Bernard, God rest his soul. He'd have this move where he would take his thumb and his middle finger and he'd rub them together underneath the desk because we were on television, MSNBC. He didn't want the audience to see it. And if I would start something like that, he'd rub his fingers together basically to say, keep going, keep going. Now, again, I brought it up. It was him and Bud Collins. It was a feeble attempt at a joke. It was offensive. It was racist. I was fired. But I am not a racist. I doubt Johnny no, you Bench are is not an anti-Semite. Right. Look, you came yeah. into the heart of Brownsville, East New York, with me. <laughs> yes, we were I surrounded did. by the brothers. And you were so comfortable. But then again, you had roamed those streets yes. years before looking to score drugs. I did. Pitkin and Pine was and my favorite way, spot. You came across a lot of crooked <laughs> cops there from the 7-3 and 7-5. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I got aggravated yesterday. Look, you've been giving me a lot of information about yeah. this story on Long Island. Okay. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to use my audience as a survey. Very anecdotal. But I get a lot of messages every day, a lot, between Instagram, at Rosenberg.Sydney, Facebook, Sid Rosenberg, Twitter. And when I tell you that 99.999% of my audience buys what you've been saying on this show, and I love Peter King as much as I love you, I do. Nobody in my audience believes Peter King. Nobody in my audience believes George V. They all believe you. And I'm going to be honest. The more we talk about this, I remain very cynical that what that side is telling us on Long Island is true. But what pisses me off yes. is because you brought all this stuff out there, may or may not be true, but certainly believable. I mean, you want to defend a cop who went to prison, stop it. Now people are saying Curtis Sliwa is anti-cop. People in Suffolk County, that is ridiculous. Well, more ridiculous is when I was running against Eric Adams, who worshipped Farrakhan in the 90s. They released ads against me claiming I was anti-Semitic. You see, this is always the case. 
if all of a sudden you side against somebody, you're anti-cop, you're anti-Semitic, you're anti-black, I'm used to the territory. But don't tell me that all cops are good. Don't tell me the FBI is good. J. Edgar Hoover was dressing up in dresses. He was at the rectory uh, at St. Patrick's Cathedral with Cardinal Spellman, and they were running around like drag queens. You don't go all the way back to J. Edgar Hoover, Jim Comey, lowlife, oh, traitor, right through it. Lisa Page and Stroke having sex. On the text, flat out, here's our insurance policy. But, but let me say this. This loser, Christopher Ray. I mean, give me a let break. Me, let me say this. These are two men of honor, George V. and uh, Peter okay, King. Of course. Two men of honor. They fought the good fight. Look, they're protective of cops. You and I, we come from a different place. We've seen crooked cops, okay? So maybe the truth is somewhere in between. But the point is, I still view them as total men of honor. But we must defend another man of honor. I'm hearing it. I got a few calls last night. I couldn't believe this. Some people are trying to call our friend, Geraldo Rivera. He was just on this show with me for a great 20-minute conversation, literally last Friday. That's right. J- uh, Jamie, uh, Jimmy Rivers, right? <laughs> yeah. Jerry Rivers. Jerry. Born a Jew. An Ashkenazi mother, Lillian Friedman. I went to her funeral and wake in West Babylon. I got to tell you, uh, Geraldo was so grateful to see me and the Guardian Angels because he was so helpful to the Guardian Angels along with his uh, brother, Craig. But I learned the whole background. Lillian Friedman. In fact, Rivera is common among Sephardic Jews. Remember I said, how come RFK Jr. decided to say, oh, Sephardic Jews were not part of that, that <laughs> Kabbalah? He's dead on arrival now. But there is this tide now because you know how Geraldo Rivera is. He's not anti-Jewish. He's made some comments at times. He defended one time Congressman Rashida uh, Talibi. Um, obviously, I didn't side with him on that. But this guy is anything but yeah. an anti-Jew. I know, but, but, but to be honest, if he did defend Talib, I didn't know this. I'm not going to say he's an anti-Semite, but I will call his judgment into question because there is no way in a million right, right. years you, you don't brand you can the defend. guy right you don't brand the guy well look i'm not into the whole cancel thing anyway i'm just not or branding somebody like i said i had a couple of very unfortunate comments over the years with imus i was branded none of it is true but but you defend talib you deserve to be questioned if i'm if sorry this turns out to be true you join me in solidarity to uh, defend of course. I love okay. Geraldo. now let's get to the thing about i'm anti-cop right <laughs> I've gone to jail protesting anti-cop art. I know. I was at the memorial for the seamen and soldiers at Grand Army Plaza when the parks commissioner allowed a guy to go inside and do cop-killing art. I didn't see anybody else get arrested with of me. Of course not. Please. So, before we wrap this great yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. up, you're the last person who's anti. You're the last person anti anything in this town. Yeah. I was there on the subway. I was there going down to the worst areas in Brooklyn when you went into Penn Station and literally every person that loved you, kissed you, and embraced you was a black person. Cops stopped and shook their hands. It is ridiculous. If somebody in Suffolk County is a little butthurt because maybe, maybe some of this is true, grow up and get over it. Now, 
By the way, tell your friend Eric Adams, uh, no reparations for black people. Oh, listen, I'm open. He started that that crap. That makes me nauseous, and I have told him that. And when he comes back on this show again, which will be soon, believe me, I will rip him for even bringing that up. Real quick, at the Rip and Read 12 o'clock today, now that they realize that architect Rex may have been involved in other killings of prostitutes, I'm going to tell you about the one I was involved in in Atlantic City. Oh, that's Still why we unsolved. played. The, that's why we played the Bruce Springsteen Atlantic City song at the top of this. Right. Uh, 2006. Yes. In fact, Kimberly Rafa, I got personally involved, was from Canarsie. She was a waitress uh, at the Trump Taj Mahal. Developed a crack cocaine problem. Became a hooker, and then along with three others, were killed in a similar manner. Unresolved. I made a beef about it then. I'm going to make a beef about it now that they've opened up all these unsolved cases. Well, did you say back then that you thought maybe the same person was responsible for Long Island and Atlantic Absolutely. City? I you wasn't did. the only one. I wasn't the only one. Because I was involved in that investigation in Atlantic City. I was not involved in the investigation out in uh, Suffolk County. Well, there you have it, folks. Curtis Sleva, this is why noon to one every day. You cannot miss that show. And, of course... Every weekend, the overnights, and make sure you're here, 7, 10 a.m. every weekday morning, another Grand Slam home run. My man, Curtis, thank you so much. Great job, Curtis Sliwa.